When you have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Now it's Thursday. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even try. What? It's Thursday. It's oh, it is Thursday. Yes, you know it is. (laughs) You know what you're doing. Uh, (laughs) Don't gaslight me, man. It's Thursday. I'm trying to take you in a different direction. (laughs) And it truly is just one of those days where it's nuts in the news. Plus, you got crazy stuff at the airports happening all across the country. Oh, yeah. Plus, you got 35 shut down north of Buckeyes up there. 35 is shut down. Well, it was earlier. It was earlier because of an accident north of Buckeyes. Right. Oh, by the way, here's another shocking thing for you. Right over here at 410 and 35, right, Uh you've got trash on the highway. Can you imagine in San Antonio, trash on the highway? Aren't we seeing more of that? I saw some garbage on 410 Mm. the other day when I was rolling through. Everywhere you go? Yeah. 32,000 flights either canceled or delayed yesterday. And why is that? I didn't follow this story. Well, you've got got Pete Bootyjuice, who is doing his thing. Which He's is just got such a wrong name for being a gay dude. <laughs> yeah, Pete Booty. I would have changed it to like Smith. Just something, dude. You know, Jones. But anyway, <laughs> Pete Jones. Anyway, um, it's all it's all screwed up, and the FAA is all screwed up, and they don't have enough people to handle the the problem. Oh, it's because of the weekend and the travel. No, it's just they they don't have people full time. Oh, really? They just don't have people. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's a mess. And he's been so focused on feeding his kiddo. <laughs> And traveling on With private fake breasts. Do you yeah. know? Do you know they passed a a thing in the, in the house the other day that would keep him from flying on private aircraft because that's what he's doing all the time now. He's getting jets that you and I are paying right, for private right. jets, like like a black rap star, and uh, <laughs> flying all over the country instead of flying commercial. Oh, he's God. doing like, like everybody well, else should do, and know, he's doing he's, that. You know, he's one of them. He's a special person, right? And they had to pass a law to keep him from doing it. it won't become law because the Senate won't pass right. it. You know, the president's not going to sign it. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a mess at the airports. We've got fifty two thousand flights scheduled today across wow. America. Man. It's the busiest travel time for this for this time period yeah. outside of uh, the day before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Right. This is it. And uh, I was reading a story this morning of um, uh, an elderly couple in their late 70s who spent three days on the floor at the Seattle airport. Three days. Wow. Now, I spent 10 minutes in the Seattle airport last summer, and that was enough. <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> long. Been. Is it oh, pretty bad? Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, anyway, God bless you if you're going to be traveling. Uh, and, and the answer from Pete Booty Juice today was, well, just know your rights. Know your rights, okay? What the hell does that have to do with it? Right. Know your rights. Know your rights. Know your rights. You know, well, well, it, because <laughs> because the airlines have to do certain things to take care of you, and they have to give you but another nothing flight. like, hey, this is what we're doing to no. fix the problem no. since no. I'm the Secretary of Transportation. No, nothing like that. Holy crap, man! Right. Exactly. Well, what the a an- jerk. The answer obviously is get government out of the airline business yeah. completely out. 
Don't let them do TSA anymore because the airlines have a vested interest in those things being safe. Sure. Yeah. So let them do yeah. it. We'll do it better. That's right. Let them run the entire apparatus. Let the private industry run the entire apparatus because they have a vested interest in, number one, those planes being safe, right? Right, right. Number two, them being on time. Right. (laughs) You said something earlier that I hadn't really considered before, and I could see it being true, and it is truly scary. So when you go into these towers... They're still using equipment and systems that are, like, not <laughs> yeah. like really new. Some right? of them. Some of them are modernized. Right. But you can go and some of them go, hey, man, I ain't flying this airport. And, wow. You know, they're, they're handing paper to each other with a drawing. You know? Oh, my God. That plane's over there. This one's over here. Oh, you know, that kind of Lord. Thing. It's not good. And, right. uh, and And so it needs a revamping. And you can't. You can't get any better than private industry at revamping mm-hmm. it. I'll tell you what you do. Turn the airline industry over to Elon. Let Elon have it. He'll 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 be the Howard Hughes of the airline industry, and he'll he'll fix things very very quickly. That's a brilliant idea. The airplanes will be clean. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they'd function, you know, They'll and not have the cool. tarmac here. They'd probably look cool. He'd probably put some racing stripes on there or exactly something. Right. But you know, it's a. It, 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 there's this idea, and a lot of Democrats, you know, have this in their heads, locked there, you know, forever. That government is always the solution. You know what's the solution? Competition. Right. If people want to make a profit, man, they will innovate all day long and do things much better. Well, let's just start with the safety aspect. The airlines want to make a profit. Well, uh, they make a profit and bring down their insurance costs by being safe. Right. By (laughs) the planes not crashing. That's exactly right. Their insurance costs will come down the fewer crashes and incidents that there are, like yesterday with the Delta nose gear coming down and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the tower is concerned everything else if you turn that over to private industry they're really going to whip that into shape as far as the tsa and i'm not i'm not getting down on tsa because i've had great experiences with those people i've also had some not great experiences but i've had great experience with the blue shirts but nobody could do it better than private industry you know well who 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 would be the people right now that are making the most strides in space technology and space exploration elon musk people like that yeah it's guys like elon you know so i you know that's what they do yes you exactly. plug Elon into the airline industry, and man, you'd have a whole new ball do, of wax. Do you remember the first time we all got to look inside of one of his SpaceX spacecrafts, yeah, yeah. and they were using iPads? Yeah. And the and you know, like the space shuttle had all the old dials and switches sure. and all that kind of stuff, the old antiquated yeah. stuff in the space shuttles. And you looked inside of Elon's thing, and they were flying it with the spacecraft with an iPad sitting in. Do you remember that? Yes. Well, and, that, it, and it was very elegant looking also. It looked like the inside of a limousine. And it worked. And it worked. You could do that very easily with the airline industry if they just would relinquish. But see, no. it's control. Yes, They're, it is. That's, they, that's... they control your movement and lack thereof. Well, they do, and they want to control the whole circus. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever it is, whether it's how you cook your food or how you, how you get from one place to another. That's what they're all about. And, and the, the, the thing that's funny about that, the government is populated with people who have no skills, they're no foreseeable or observable talent at anything. Correct. They are extraordinarily mediocre people who themselves have never had to come in on budget, have never had to produce something that works. And these are the people that a lot of idiots in this country think are fully capable of solving very complex problems in our society. It's amazing. Um, A little bit of a different topic, but you just mentioned climate and all that kind of stuff. Uh, King Charles activated a climate uh, clock yesterday. 
and uh, basically, you know, you give a guy a little bit of power, and he decides when the end of the world is. Sure. And, uh, so he started the climate clock, and we have six years. We, we will be done in six. It's over in six years, Mr. Mm, six years. Wow. The well, he's going to have a good six-year run in his reign there. So, he said. so Klaus Schwab over at the World Economic Forum said that we need to reduce the number of cars, private transportation, that's no, cars we don't. And trucks by seventy-five percent. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. That's a lie. That's, That's right. Bull crap. But you're gonna love this part. Remember the conversation with Lebedo yesterday? Yeah. Well, yeah. And the you give me pizza or give me death, right? <laughs> yeah. You got a hat coming. I got right? a hat coming. You got a hat coming. <laughs> yeah. Give me pizza or give me death. <laughs> First, it started with plastic bags. Right, right. They got oh, yeah, plastic yeah, bags because yeah. it was killing the earth. Then they went to plastic straws. They're killing the earth with plastic straws. So you, now you got paper straws. You suck air through. They don't work. Else, right. Yeah. Gas stoves, dishwashers, air conditioners, gas furnaces. I'm just talking about the stuff they're getting rid of. And then, of course, with Lebedo, the the pizza ovens they're getting rid of in New York, all because it's killing the environment. You know the next thing. Mm. The Department of Energy, uh, Jennifer Granholm's organization, you know, Miss Insider Trading. Oh, yeah. Her, her organization is clamping down on ice makers. Um, ice makers. You see? Wait a minute. <laughs> the, the, if the earth is heating, <laughs> don't we sort of need ice? Well, What's wrong with ice? Well, the problem is you use water. Yes, and, and, and her the, the, the organ, one thing the, we have a lot of the, the department of <laughs> the department of energy says that you're using water to make ice. Yeah, and if you're using water to make ice, what are people going to drink? Now, just stop there for a minute. Oh, just stop there for a minute. Come on, man. Be, because wait, we're we're going to we're going to put ice in our iced tea, right? <laughs> yes. What happens to ice when it sits in? It, Let me think it? back to biology class. It melts. It melts, and it becomes what? Water. And what do you do with it when you drink the water? <laughs> do they really think we're that stupid? So what they think is you're taking water that people need to drink. You're making ice out of it, and so we need to stop ice oh so that people have water to God. drink. Oh, you know, I was making a joke a few days ago about how this gender stuff is like trying to prove that water ain't wet. Uh-huh, right. They've gone there. Yes. They're actually trying to prove that water ain't wet. Yeah, I mean, when you know, when I they mean, turn it into ice. Oh, my God. It's, it's not wet. It's still water, man. No, it's not. It's ice, Sean. <laughs> it's not water. It's ice. There's a difference. Well, there's some, you know, hippie idiot, 19-year-old liberal arts majors out there like, yeah, well, you it's a cube, right? I can't drink a cube. <laughs> so you're willing to Bill Miller's to get your tea today, and they're not going to have ice, you know? Not true. Uh, they I, will have I, ice. I'm just saying that's their plan is they want to get rid of ice makers. This has got to be some kind of worldwide alien experiment on our psyches. Man, you know what it this, is. This is just not believable. Exactly right. That's exactly what I'm waiting what to is. wake up on some table with a couple of grays looking down that's at exactly me. That's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> we are totally in that right now. Yeah, we are just being experimented upon to see how far we're going to go. We can't have ice because no. people need water, water to drink. <laughs> so you can't have ice for your iced tea. Okay, we're going to come up with a ban on inflating balloons. People don't have enough air. That's right. To breathe. Poor people and black people don't have enough air, so we need to stop. We need to ban balloons. No balloon inflation because you're using too much air to, to blow those balloons Let's up. Let's not give them any ideas, you know? <laughs> well, that'll be next. God. Poor kids at the birthday party. I can't have a balloon, Daddy. No, you cannot have a balloon. No, Sorry. We're, we're all just old enough to have seen some interesting times in American history and world history. Have you? Did you ever think that at some point? I mean, I knew things were going to go Orwellian. Yeah. 
But my God, it's Orwellian in such a stupid way. Yeah. I mean, they, the crap they make up is stupid. Right. It's not even believable in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Yes, I know. I know. You know. But people do believe it. Yes, people they go, do. Oh, yeah, the government said it. It must be true. We can't I use can. water to make ice. We're using up all the water. You're <laughs> going to use up all the water if you make ice out of it. I love my kid, but I'm waiting for her hippie ass to come back to Texas, and I'll put some ice in my big red. Dad. <laughs> You really, Dad. You're destroying the planet. <laughs> you're destroying the planet, Daddy. Stop it. All right. Okay, Take Dad. A quick break. More weird rhyme in just a second. Hey, listen. You don't have to settle for a boring backyard. You can create a fun and relaxing oasis with Diamond Decks of San Antonio. At Diamond Decks, they believe your backyard should be your happy place. With stunning designs, expert craftsmanship, they're going to create an oasis that you and your family can enjoy for years to come. Imagine hosting a backyard barbecue in your brand-new outdoor living space, whether you want a custom stone patio or a cutting-edge composite deck. Diamond Decks has got you covered from start to finish. That great design team will work with you to create a personalized space that perfectly reflects your style and your needs. And then their expert craftsmen will bring your vision to life using only the best materials and professional installation techniques. Diamond Decks will transform that boring backyard into a stunning, relaxing oasis for you. So contact Donnie Ferguson and the team today at Diamond Decks and let them go to work for you, transforming that boring backyard into a beautiful oasis. That's DiamondDexTX.com. The heat continues. 99 today, 77 right now at KTSA. Good morning. Your commute definitely filling in. Let's do Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 722 with Warren Rima. Yeah, it is 22 minutes after 7, and we have yet to mention gay people other than Pete Buttigieg and his fake breast. Yeah. So I have a gay story for you. Okay. Uh, it Google. is the summer of queer. It's the summer of queer, so we got to have some queerness going right. on here. Mm-hmm. Google. Uh, you know, they, they're all prided up and they're promoting and sponsoring certain, uh, LGBTQ plus whatever the hell, uh, events. And, uh, they were promoting an event, uh, drag event in San Francisco with a headliner named Peaches Christ. Right. And apparently a whole bunch of people within Google who are Christians, mm-hmm. uh, took, uh, offense to that and they signed a petition uh, and uh, on the petition, it read, their provocative and, and inflammatory artistry is considered a direct affront to the religious beliefs and sensitivity uh, sensitivities of Christians. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I go on, I got a whole bunch of Christian uh, folks working for Google to sign this thing. And they, they pulled their endorsement, uh, Google did, corporately pull, pulled their endorsement from this particular show. And and they're claiming Google officially is claiming oh no no it was a it was a scheduling thing or whatever right. it wasn't because of the petition right. signed by but you know what I, I want to see more of that sure I want to see because you know what there really is no other way there's no context you can put Peach's Christ into that makes it okay or supportive of people of faith there's just, it is very obviously meant to be an insult well, it was like the Dodgers last like week like the Dodgers and the Sisters of Perpetual uh, Stupidness Stupid yeah. right. So uh, they're claiming because they're they're woke, so they can't appear to be pulling their support because a whole bunch of gay people were upset and drag queens and trannies were upset and some some of these folks from within Google were complaining about it. So that explains why they gave this fake explanation as to why they did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I think you and I talk a lot about what people can do. Yeah. 
you know, really, people just have to start being vocal. You, you say it all the time. Talk, talk to people in your, your sphere of influence. And everybody needs to do that. If you're, even if you're at work, I know it's a lot to ask of people, you know, because people don't want to lose their gigs. Sure. But at the same time, uh, if something comes along like this, yeah, you need to say something. Absolutely. We all need to say something about this because it's bad, it's dark, it's insulting, it's provocative, I think, more than anything else. I think they're trying to provoke something. Yeah. So don't get pissed off, but just stand up and say no. Years ago, <laughs> I, I don't forget years ago when I ran this, uh, read this beautiful, wonderful, enlightening biography of Sam Adams. Oh yeah, I became yeah. an instant fan. Yeah, he had about a dozen or more pseudonyms, and he always wrote articles under all these various right. pseudonyms that ended up in all the papers. Uh, some some of the preachers picked up on it. Remember, remember the, the the biggest people that fought for freedom in this country were the preachers from the pulpit. Yeah, you yeah. talk you talk about some some of those great guys. Uh, you know, Jonathan Edwards and right. people like that. And so uh, he had like twelve pseudonyms, but he was always putting out content of the time about what was going on right. with England and the king and how it was affecting life here in the colonies and all those kind of things. And he was laying it all out, but it, it came from different names. It wasn't just his name. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know if somebody may want to, if you want to pick up on that kind of model, there's nothing wrong with doing that and getting getting the word out however you can. Yeah. Letters to the editor and all I, those kind of things. Get it out, This man. is the era of social media. You yeah. know, people have... All the more that more so than at any other time in human history, you have more avenues right. and opportunities and platforms to speak your mind. Right, right. Just to do it doesn't cost you anything. Right. So we need to be about it. And you have more freedom over at uh, Facebook or, or over at Twitter than you had before. Elon took it over. Right. <clears throat> now over at Meta, which is Facebook and IG and all that, they have just put Aaron Berman in charge of the elections policies. Aaron Berman is a 17-year veteran of the CIA. <laughs> Ed, Aaron wow. Berman is going to be running what content shows up on right. Facebook. So get ready. If you're a conservative, you're going to be canceled. If you're a MAGA-wearing person, you're going to get canceled because the CIA guy who's now running that division of, of Meta is going to make sure that happens. You mentioned the queer stuff. Uh, Governor Hair Gel, of course, we've talked about that. He oh, wants to be yeah. president really, yeah, really bad. Gavin, yeah. Yeah. They've got a deal going out in California now, a new bill that just passed their assembly. He says he'll sign it if it makes it to his desk. It basically redefines what the welfare and well-being of a child is now. Parents have to, obviously, in, under the law in California, they have to provide for the welfare and the well-being of their children. Right? I think I know where this is going. Right. So they redefine that, and now under the umbrella of welfare and and betterment of your child is you have to affirm their gender identity. So if uh. you don't in this – yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, under uh. this new bill in California, if you don't affirm your child's identity, you're not providing for their welfare, which means at age 12 they can walk out the door – the government in California takes them in, provides the transition. That means the puberty blockers and the mutilation to their body, and don't even tell. They won't even tell the parent. At 12 years of age in California, if this becomes law, and he's already said he'll sign it if it comes to his desk. 12 years of age, and if, if people if people want to look it up, I'll give you the number. It's uh, AB 665. 
right. AB 665. It amends the Family Code 6924 to say that the health, safety, and welfare of a child is affirming their gender identity at the age of 12 and above. You know, I, I, the struggle I have with stuff like this is I really can't figure out if this is part of some larger plan to numb people out or normalize them to bullcrap or whatever it is, or if they're just caught in almost a woke vortex where this has just become the thing to display your wokeness, so everybody's trying to out-woke each other, and they, they've lost sight of the fact that we're talking about children. That's so. Uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> you what. Let, let's break for the news, Yeah, and we'll go a little bit deeper. Yeah, let's. 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 Right, we'll come back. We'll tell you about our friends over at BG Products. Uh, they're in my vehicle sitting right here right now. I don't go anywhere without BG. Uh, I, every time we change the oil in our vehicles, the guy who changes our oil, he's been doing it for a long time. He already knows. Just do the BG service. Here comes where again. Get the BG out. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, I love it. I, I I run the the fuel system cleaner in the motorcycle, and that helps keep the power up in the motorcycle. Which, if you're a motorcycle person, you know how important that is. Power can save your butt, and uh, it really does. It's it's really good at that. It also helps with fuel mileage. And so your friends over at BG have great products for your vehicle. You don't have to go to any specific shop. Just go wherever you have your oil changed, and the next time you do that, ask them to do the BG service at bgfindashop.com. Hi, it's Trey Ware for the family. Well, on KTSA, you brought up a brilliant point before the uh, bottom of the hour news, and you said you, you can't figure out if the whole queer thing is meant to normalize the whole children thing, right? Well, and just Pedophilia. normalize the government telling you stuff and you believe it in general. That too, you know? right? So there's a couple of really great pieces I'd like to recommend to people today. One is John Nolte over at Breitbart, and I read everything he ever writes. Right. Grooming enablers at, AB, at NBC News spread lie to defend drag event threatening children. I mean, I'll dive in that in just a couple of seconds. Another one, Red State. And with this uh, latest confession, we see that Pride Month was never about love. What both of these uh, articles, commentaries are talking about, uh, number one with Nolte, you know, he wraps it up by saying gay marriage was never the end game for these activists that are doing this. We're, right, talking about the, right. we're talking about the activists that you and I talk about all the time. Gay marriage was merely the camel nose under the tent. The end game is normalizing sex with kids, sex with animals, and the destruction of the Christian church, mm. which is what he was playing off of the people that were marching down the street the other day, nude, swinging oh, their stuff, God. their junk in front of kids, and also yeah. chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming after your kids, yeah. <clears throat> and that NBC took that and several other news sources too and said, well, that's only words. They weren't serious about that, but they are. Yeah, They're trying to normalize this with children. Number one, to normalize pedophilia, which is normalizing sex with children, and number two, to normalize it for children, to groom them so that they grow up n knowing nothing different, that, oh, yes, yeah, sex with an adult is just a normal thing. You know, it's just what we do as children. Right. I had an idea just now, and yeah. maybe we've talked about this, or maybe it's so glaringly obvious that uh, it's been kind of hiding in plain sight. Let's just say that we actually do have a massive multinational pedophile ring that involves some of the most powerful people on this planet, okay, whether they be celebrities or politicians or leaders or just big bankers or people with lots of money or whatever. Let's say that pedophile ring is so large that one of the reasons for doing all this, because why do the politicians go for this? I gotta, Okay, you want to say that the trans community, and I, I do separate them out to a certain extent gay activism trans yeah okay I, you can make an argument for they would want to normalize something like that or maybe they are groomers or what have you 
But if you also have a multinational pedophile ring, and a lot of people are on that customer list that wouldn't want people knowing they're on that customer list, or, well, if you normalize it at some point, then they really haven't done anything wrong, have they? Well, <laughs> no. See, that's that's what I, that uh, you that's know what I mean? I, That's where I was going. So, Mister So and So name that we all know. I'm not going to even use a name because we'll get sued. But you know, Mister So and So name we all know is actually involved in that ring that you're yeah. talking about. He can't be the tip of the spear. So what you do is you come up with these nut job activists yeah. who went to school, who were taught by other nut job activists to hate you. Yeah. That's what they do. That's what ac- activists do. They're taught to hate you. Right. And they learn it in school. So when they come out, whether it's the climate or whether it's racism, keep in mind these activists have always got to find a new issue to go after. Oh, sure. Right? That's all they got. <laughs> so it went from, it went from uh, you, you know, it's just who I love. You know, you can't tell me who I love. And all I want is to be able to marry the person that I love. But in reality, for many of the activists, I'm not talking about the majority of the people. I'm talking about the, the activists themselves. That wasn't the end game. Right. The end game was pushing this pedophilia ring, this stuff that these guys do right and and so whatever the activist is they hate you and they wake up every morning and figure out ways and new issues to come at you and in this issue their way and their 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 issue is normalizing this for children and what you just brought up is exactly remember activism is an industry Oh, yeah, well, there's is. lots of money to be made in them, our hills. Look at exactly CRT, right. or, or not CRT, uh, Black Lives Matter. Sharpton, Crump, oh, Jesse Jackson. They're all oh. filthy, stinking rich. And it's because racism, right? They they harp on oh, racism. Yeah. They're race baiters. And if they couldn't harp on that, they wouldn't have a job. I told Jesse Jackson that, and he hung up on right, it. Right, right. Right. So anyway, so now you've got the LGBTQ uh, plus activists who are out there pushing now children, we're here, we're queer, you're, we're after your kids, to normalize that, and that's exactly what people in the media are doing, and I think you're right. I, I think that's exactly why they're doing it, because you've got an international pedophilia ring. Alex Jones and other weirdos were talking about years ago right. in this island that this guy would fly you to in his own personal jet and film you having sex with kids. Well, if it's now normalized and if kids then grow they're, up, they're not doing anything wrong. There's no laws against it. Suddenly it's okay. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy thought, you know what I mean? But uh, th- this is the age of crazy thoughts turning out to be true. You know what I mean? I just I'd never really thought about that because I've always felt that this pedophile thing, this ring, is a lot bigger and more entrenched than maybe we realize. Mm-hmm. Not just in America, but around the globe. And I, I've I've been just why are politicians supporting this? Why are why are the media supporting this? Why are they so willingly going <laughs> along with something that is very obviously first child abuse and secondly nonsense? Right. Why because, did, you know, if you're a tranny or, you know, maybe you got messed over with it as a kid and you, you, that's just you or what have you and you want to normalize something, whatever, okay, you can, you can follow, follow that line of reasoning. It's screwed up, but you can follow it. Mm-hmm. But what are all these other people doing? Yeah, and so you, you look at what this guy, I told you about yesterday, I heard you talking about it in your first segment yesterday, the, the people who were in the, the parade that were chanting oh, that and all that, and the yeah. guys walking around nude, and they're swinging their junk in front of kids' faces, and the God. kids are embarrassed, they're sickened, and all that stuff. Who gave the order to not arrest them? Because Somebody I, did. There's cops, obviously, at a parade. Yeah. And if there's cops standing at a parade, and a nude dude walks up and starts swinging his stuff in a kid's face, well, then you would think that a cop would go, that, cuff. That, that's a crime. You're going to jail. Yeah. 
But instead, the cops stood down. Who gave that order to stand down? You see where that all goes? Mm. And that's why for years people would say, people like Alex Jones, they're just nuts. They're conspiracy theorists and all that kind of stuff. And I'll never forget. You can look it up yourself and watch it on YouTube. There's Joe Rogan with his mind blown after the Jeffrey Epstein thing and said, Alex Jones came here 10 years ago and sat in this studio and told me, dude, there is a pedophile ring. This guy is flying very powerful people to this island. They have sex with children. They film them. The CIA and other deep staters use that film to blackmail those people. And some of them run other countries. So they go, your country's going to do this or that or not do this or that. Your country's going to support this war or not that or whatever. And if you don't, this film is coming out, right? Right. And Alex Jones told him about that, ten, told Rogan about that 10 years ago. And lo and behold, look at Epstein. So how do you get rid of that leverage? You make it legal and normal. <laughs> right. Nobody's done anything wrong. Right. You know, you have to, insti- you have to institutionalize the sexualization the of children. That's the word. You have to. Codify it. And then you <laughs> haven't done any. Then, okay, go ahead. Release it. Hey, you know, it's just uh, uh, children can be sexual just like we can. So there you go. And let me tell you something, and this is going to blow your mind. It's not the guy swinging his junk that's the tip of the spear. No. Do you know who the tip of the spear is now? Is the schools. God. The The schools. schools. The schools are where they're being groomed each and every day with these teachers and others who have been put in place in the schools and they're the ones that are helping to groom these children to normalize the sexualization of children. Now, there's you really and I no are on shaky ground. There's really no other explanation. That's right. We're it's, on shaky ground. What? Well, I mean, they, the people that, that uh, are, are involved in all this all the way down the line, they don't like it when it's exposed. No, they you don't. I mean, I like I don't worry about us. I mean, we're no, not. No, but I'm, know, just, tell, yeah, I'm but just saying. That's, that's why like Tucker, it. you know, a guy like that, who was never shy uh, about backing away from anything, no matter how you know bad it was. I mean, we we think he was taken down because of Big Pharma, but Big Pharma could be wrapped up into this uh, into this <laughs> pedophile thing because they're the ones who supply the drugs. Who knows, right? So you know, it, when you really start to connect the dots, it it gets kind of spooky. <laughs> they, they were not joking around when they said, "We're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children." They meant it. Yeah. It is their battle cry of these activists. And they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. If if in any other time, where you didn't have all this crap going on with the kids and the schools and in society in general, well, then you could argue the point. Oh no, we're just being facetious or sarcastic because that's what you people think we're doing. But when you have all this stuff going on, you really can't make that argument. You cannot. No. Because you go to the schools and it's back and yeah. up. You go to California. I just told you about the California uh, law. God, that's insane. That they want to start saying to parents, if you don't affirm the gender of your 12-year-old child, your gender choice of your 12-year-old child, then we're going to take them away and change their gender without telling you. Yeah, well, That's the new law that's working its way through their Congress, their I see, assembly. I see plans within plans. Is it something? <laughs> you know. And it's something when you put two and two together, you do end up with a 17. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, so I... I don't know, man. We are in some dark times yeah. right now, man. Well, and what, what fixes it is you've got to expose it to the light. 
Yeah. Which is what we got to drag it all out right. into the light. Texas Rhino Shield can help protect your home. You know, typical paint jobs, about uh, two or three years guaranteed against peeling and cracking, and then you're on your own after after that. Well, Rhino Shield comes with a 25-year, non-prorated, transferable warranty against peeling, cracking, and chipping. It's good, good stuff. It, you're one and you're done, basically. It goes on like paint. It's not paint. It's a ceramic coating. It's got the most beautiful colors that you can imagine for your home. It's eight times thicker than regular paint. And the people that have Rhino Shield applied to their home say, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I do this before? Especially in the hot South Texas sun where Rhino Shield gives you all kinds of insulation now for your home. That's right. It's uh, mildew and fade resistant. It adds insulation value to your walls and your roof, and it can go on any surface, any surface. Mention Treyware, get $500 off your Rhino Shield project at your home. TexasRhinoShield.com. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering home? Oh, Trey. Uh oh. It's that good. Oh, Trey. Uh-oh. This is the segment where we uh, tell you what the daily holidays are because yeah. some people, whoever they are, sit around and come up with this crap. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. Today is the most boring <laughs> and uninteresting. <laughs> I even went into the weeks to f- figure out what the week is. Yeah. It's still boring as hell. Really? It's hug holiday. What? Hug holiday. So go hug somebody. Oh. T- Give them a big old bear hug. Oh, it's not a holiday from hugging. You're supposed to hug. You're supposed to hug. Okay. Okay. Got so it. go out and give somebody a hug. Okay. Uh, it's National Handshake Day. Uh, do people even do that anymore? <laughs> so Don't we all just fist bump at this point? Well, so you handshake and then hug. And you hug him, okay. yeah. All right. I'd, I'd, I'd shake the hand before I'd put my arms around somebody else's body. But, you know, it's just me. I love hugging. Yeah, I, I'm a hugger. You're a hugger. I'm yeah, a hugger. We're I'm hugging a, people, I man. I love hugging, man. But uh, handshake is interesting. Yeah. Because you kind of, with how you do the handshake is, is uh, you know, yeah. kind of a double-edged sword because... You don't want to be mushy and yeah. not have any force no. in your handshake because it's, you seem like a wimp. Mm-hmm. But then again, people who, dudes who like shake your hand so hard, they're mm-hmm. like going to break your fingers. Like that's too much. Bonnie Ray. Somewhere in the middle. Bonnie Ray got really mad at me one night at SeaWorld. <laughs> Why? I shook her hand really firmly. Oh, no. Nice to see you. And she yanks it at, hey, I got to play with this. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, wow. Wow. Anyway. So, uh, so hug and shake. Waffle Iron Day. <laughs> This really are bad, man. They're Aren't bad. waffle irons fascinating? Yeah. Uh, and finally, it's National Tennis Week. You're kidding me. Tennis bores the crap out of me. Well, I'd really rather watch a couple of drunks play ping pong than sit and sit on my keister and watch tennis. Well, that would be fun. That, that would be fun. That's, or, or pickleball. Or, <laughs> Pickleball. I, I have to tell you, I remember this conversation we had it last year, and I brought up Gab, Gabby uh, Sabatini. And how great it was to watch her. Oh, is she hot? Ten- well, she just was. Yes, yes. But <laughs> but that had nothing to do with her tennis abilities. She Who cares? <laughs> wonder- wonderful tennis abilities. Wonderful. I, I, I think I played one game of tennis once, and I hated it. Yeah. And it's for me, it's like watching golf. It's just like watching paint dry. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. It's not my racket. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more uh, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Salma Hayek uh, let us know that it is World Well-Being Week. Oh, that's nice. World Well-Being Week. So obviously uh, she felt the need to get naked. So she oh, posted. Because, you know, when Salma takes her clothes off, it makes the news. Really? And so Salma got naked in a sauna bath. 
embracing the healing power of the sauna and sweating out the stress this World Well-Being Week. I'm starting to feel You're like... You're showing off your boobs. Just be honest about it. Uh, I'm starting to feel like we're being left out. Maybe you and I should be getting naked for things and putting it on our Facebook page. Right? KTSA. No, I think that's a really extraordinarily bad idea. Put it on the KTSA <laughs> Facebook page? Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> Well, first off, I look like Frankenstein no, from the breast no, down. No, no. What? Yeah, <laughs> Elaine, not at least let's let's not do it. If only for not for Elaine, you know, just All she right. doesn't want to see that man. Well, I'm just every, I don't want to see. I, it. I'm just thinking everybody else is doing. Are we missing out on something? Here? Well, but we're not Selma Hayek. See, uh, uh, she strips down, and the Associated Press goes That's on true. red alert. Well, you guys have breasts. Yeah, gonna... yeah, we do, but they're not the fun kind. What Elaine. are you talking about? <laughs> What do I'm you a, mean? I'm down a cup size. I, have, I don't want to hear a it. hairy breast fetish. Somewhere. I have nothing. I'm flat-chested. I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm a boy. <laughs> I'm flat-chested, too, but that's only in comparison to my belly. I'm just saying I'm down a couple of cup sizes. So, yeah, I'm like a solid B right now. <laughs> and moving on down. So moving good on for you. down, baby. All right, we continue in a minute. KTSA. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Wisdom is a big, big subject in the Bible. Why don't we roll that and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll get to the you know the Joe Hunter mess oh, God. and the whistleblower and all that in a, in a couple of minutes. But let's just start off on the light side, shall we? Yes. So, um, two of our favorite people on planet Earth, Dana Carvey and and uh, and David Spade. Uh, oh yeah. They were sitting there going back and forth, and those two guys are just magic. You know, when they're together, they're just magic. And uh, Dana Carvey does some of the best impersonations on planet oh. Earth. Bar none, yeah. So we all remember, you know, at the very beginning of the vax thing, you know, you're going to lose your job if you don't get vaxxed. Right. It's a guarantee that if you get vaxxed, you won't get COVID. <laughs> and then you st- people started getting COVID. Well, if you get vaxxed, you're... You're not going to pass COVID along to somebody else, you know. And then and people started doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then pretty soon, the vax meant nothing. And uh, and and Fauci, every time something like that would happen, well, you need to get another one. You get to get another booster and another also, booster. Yeah, right. So it just went on. The stupidity of of the vaccine went on. I've got a very good friend right now, who has who feels absolutely horrible and has been vaxxed and boosted twice. Wow. And feels man. and has COVID and right. feels absolutely terrible. Uh, so yeah, it's, it it didn't do what they all told us it was going to do. But every time another barrier like the they came up with an excuse, well, you got to get your booster, got to get another booster, you got to get another booster. Went on. So Carby picked up on that and and poked fun at Fauci. So let's listen to it. Roll it. I miss COVID. <laughs> I know, dude. You know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm-hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go. Well, once we found out, when Fauci said, okay, I'm sorry, if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know. It's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the best comedy is rooted in truth. That's you know? right. That was a spot on imitation. 
<laughs> and we all, and now we know that little clown was laughing his ass off behind the scenes because oh, yeah. he knew it didn't, didn't do anything. He said it did. <laughs> Look at these idiots. So when you know you're going to get, uh, get uh, got another guy that's got 25 boosters <laughs> and you've had 25 boosters. You're going to get a shot every day. <laughs> you know. The daily COVID booster. A little shrimp probably would have had us getting a new vaccine every day. God, He's making money off every shot probably. Sure. By the time you get to the car, you, have, you don't have any more immunity, but it's a wonderful <laughs> 39 seconds. <laughs> it's just great. He's great. He's brilliant. Don't you miss people just being funny, even yeah. if it's offensive? You know, I mean, that, that you well, know. American humor has always been offensive. Now that you mention it. <clears throat> what do you got? Joan Collins. Joan Collins. Remember her? Yes. She's still alive? 90 years old. Oh, my God. Still drinks and smokes like crazy. <laughs> I had no idea. She says Hollywood parties are blanking dull. <laughs> Due to the cancer, uh, the cancel culture taking all the fun away. I bet it does. She's ninety. She remembers the good old days. She does. When she would go to a Hollywood party and stuff was you. Hey, she was the center of that crap. That's man. exactly right. She said, "Now the Hollywood parties are boring." <laughs> If you don't behave, you're going to get canceled, she said. And the whole point of going to a party in Hollywood is misbehaving. Misbehaving. She said. Being inappropriate. Yes. She said, here's the deal. Men are being labeled as toxic now. Masculinity is a sickness. (sighs) She's right. The age of anti-maleness is here. So the guys won't be guys when she goes to a Hollywood party and be fun. So they're super boring. And she hates gender-neutral terms. She says, what's wrong with being a mother, a girl, and a lady? Right. She said, I've been all three, and that's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Good on her, man. Isn't that great? I Good love that on her. when that's I read that. That's a straight truth right there. You, you know, know what I mean? I, 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 I don't go to, you know, orgies and stuff, but, you know, Hollywood parties. and have, yeah. but she, she, I don't anymore. But here's, here's the point she's making. Just like we talked about how AI can pick out who the Democrats are because they're sour pusses and they hate everything. They're no fun. Democrats are no fun. Well, they're not, man. They're really a drag, you know. And and, and what uh, Lebedo said the other day, yesterday, was brilliant, that I'm miserable, I hate myself, so you can't have pizza. They're that kid. Remember the kid that was always, like, you know, screwing up everybody else's good time? You know, that's who they are. Right. And they really are self-loathing. You know, I mean, because there's no other explanation for it. And they're the most unpleasant people, if you think about it, really, to be around. And, and the Democrats used to be a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> I, I partied with Democrats. Yes. You know? And they're, they're just not, it, everything is outrage, everything is inappropriate, they're upset about everything. That would be an exhausting way to go through life. So, yeah, she said the cancer culture has destroyed the parties. Can you imagine going to a party and just having to sit there on your hands all night and do not not look at each other, not smile, not laugh, you know? Okay. These are people who used to make Caligula blush, right. okay? And now I bet they are boring as snot. You know they are. Yeah. And so she's talking about all the stuff they're upset about. I remember the good old days. <laughs> Can you bring back Metro Golden Meyer, please? Right, you know, yeah, she remembers... <laughs> Chicks probably partied with Cary Grant, you We're, know, and, uh, <laughs> and then well, she's looking at the culture now. Now, that was a guy right there. Oh, yeah. He, he knew how to, ooh, boy, did he ever. Let's go have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, so, anyway, she remembers the golden age, so, yeah. 
Well, hell, she probably remembers a few ages after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I bet, I bet they are sucky, unpleasant people to be around. Joan Collins has been around long enough. She remembers Caligula. <laughs> she, <laughs> dated Caligula. she dated him for a little <laughs> she, while. She really did. All On right. that Greek island. <laughs> Quick break. More Weird Ryman coming up. Lifestyles Unlimited teaching you how to invest in real estate. And this is something you can do for yourself and for your family for a lifetime and beyond, actually, because your investments in real estate will outlive you if you want them to. Uh, you know, it's very simple. Uh, you get hooked up with our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited through financialfreedomlivestream.com, and then they mentor you and they teach you how to invest in real estate. And it's just like anything else. The harder you, that you work at this, the more money you're going to make. And you can retire in five years or less, and they'll show you how to do it. They'll show you how to put together the program. They'll show you how to identify the properties that are right for you and how to put together the financing and then how to sell those property properties at a, a big profit and then turn around and roll it into the next thing and continue rolling, 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 rolling. I've got one friend that's just, just this year passed the $10 million mark. That's right, $10 million. Got another fr- couple of friends that were in radio that, that got out of radio because they were doing so well in real estate. Now, I'm not trying to tell you that's where you know, you're going to make $10 million. What I am telling you is you can if you apply yourself and get after it and get with our friends at FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Heat continuing, 99 today, 78 now, KTSA. Good morning. We're working at... <laughs> I have... Uh, I've danced a mile or two to this. Did you? Oh, <laughs> What is I? this? I've always wondered. I hear this all the time, but I don't know. What, I don't even know the name of it. it is. Uh, James, what's the name of it? It's from Steve Ioki, DJ. That's what I was going to th- yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> that was the <laughs> name. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I've been to a couple of places where they've played it, and I have danced oh, wow. a mile or two to that. I like to I like to beat, and I can dance too. Oh, I don't dance much since I gave up drinking. Oh I well, yeah. Don't, don't, don't do a lot of dancing. Two. <laughs> My wife go-go. is very happy about that. I, dan- I danced in the pool one night. You danced in the pool. I always listen to music in the pool, and right. I pull my sweetheart close you, to me, and we danced. You was in pool the water. dancing in the water. That's right. What's wrong with you? Why are you looking at me like Nothing that? Nothing says romance like chlorine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a few things in a pool. Yeah, well, mm. yeah. What? Anyway. <laughs> I just wondered if you had something else you wanted to talk about. No, uh, I was talking about the 80s there. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 Okay, th- th- there's a story here out of Houston yeah. that I think it, you're going to start seeing more of. Yeah. Uh, in that uh, crime is, is crazy. We've got smash and grabs everywhere. I mean, in most cities, including our own, mm-hmm. things like gas stations and convenience stores are very dangerous places. Mm-hmm. You know, really. Because mm-hmm. you could have, at any given moment in a place like Houston, you could have 40 or 50 dudes, ru- or kids running into that place and destroying it, or convenience store clerks are getting mm-hmm. shot, you know. Mm-hmm. People are getting robbed at the pumps. This is a phenomenon we see a lot, right, where they just come right up to you at the pump. Right here in town. So we had a couple in Houston, Texas, who were at a gas station in on Fulton Street, mm-hmm. and they were filling up. Dude's inside, I guess, getting some stuff. The, the wife is out by the car putting gas in the car, and she sees two, uh, a van, two cars pull up and a guy get out of each car with a gun. Mm-hmm. And they start walking towards uh, the gas station. She calls her husband, says there's two guys with guns walking in. Mm. And the husband inside pulls his gun, okay. his legally owned weapon. Okay. His wife 
pulls out her legally owned weapon. Okay. And they got into a firefight with these two robbers. Okay. One of them got hit in the leg. He's going to live. The other one got away. They're going to find him, or maybe they already got him. Mm. But you see where I'm going with this. Sure. Especially in Texas. Mm -hmm. The more this stuff happens. Right. You better be careful who you're robbing, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just in Texas, you better be real careful who you're robbing. You know, you know, as as a guy who I I go nowhere without mine. Yeah. And yeah. usually it's multiples on my body at one time. Right. But um man, I, I you have to really think your way through that and contemplate how you would respond because you you can't think about that then. You right. you have to already have it settled in your mind what what you would do as a concealed carry person. And uh, it, 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 I, I settled it a long time ago when I looked at my children and now my grandchildren and say, I have to protect them. And if they're with me, right, there's going to be a firefight. Well, you look at these two people, they didn't yeah. hesitate. Right. They you pulled out their pieces and yeah. fought, started shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more people are going to start doing that because yeah. people are also going to reach. It's like they're going to reach a saturation point with crime yeah. in much the same way they've reached a saturation point with all the gender and tranny crap. Right. right and right. they're going to start shooting back. Yeah. You know, and it's not it's not a position that any law abiding gun owner wants to be put well, in. Sure. It's not like I, I wake up in the morning and I think, well, I hope I, I hope this happens today. In fact, I pray every day the opposite happens and we get through another day safely and we don't have to face that. But it, it can happen. I don't know. If you saw the video overnight, they released the the cop cam footage of the guy of the cop in oh, yeah, Allen, Texas, back in May or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Wow, wow, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. You talk about <laughs> intense. Yeah, because he's there. Just I'll, I'll just describe it briefly here. Uh, it, this is his body cam footage from the cop at Allen, Texas, where the shooting happened at the uh, outlet mall. Right. And I think you had, what did you have, nine people shot? I believe like that. so. Ten, ten others were injured, whatever it was, but it was horrible. And he's standing there talking to a mama and her two children. He's just standing in the parking lot saying, okay, now make sure when you get in the car, like a good cop would do, make sure when you get in the car you buckle up and you do what your mommy tells you right. and all that, just like community service. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear a pow, 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 pow of a high-powered, uh, now we know it was an AR. And uh, he goes, i got to go. You know, get get the get your kids and get going. And he takes off. He grabs his AR out of his cop car and takes right. off running because he has no idea where it's coming from. Right. He just hears pow, 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 pow. And uh, so he runs around the, the outside of the mall looking and looking and finally uh, found the guy. He's out of breath, but he's he's obviously a lot of adrenaline, so that takes your breath away too. Sure. Right, yeah. in that type of situation. And he downed the guy. Shot him and, right. you know, killed the guy and, it, you know, obviously, thank God he was there and was able to end it in a hurry. But you're you're absolutely right. Uh, with fewer and fewer police officers, right, which is what we're facing. Who's buying the most guns right now legally? Legally? African Americans and people in oh. these neighborhoods where the crime yeah. is off the charts. I thought you were going to say uh, the IRS. Oh, well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they might be cartel guns. The CIA is picking up, so they may not be legal guns. Yeah, I don't know. The IRS, those eighty-seven thousand agents. But yeah, uh, right. But anyway, I, yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. You're you're hundred percent right that you have to be able to protect yourself. And uh, well, I, I think people, you know, again, everybody has a point that you reach where it's like, you know, what? I don't care if I go to jail. You do that crap to me, I'm going to shoot you. Right. You threaten my family, I'm going to shoot you. You right. threaten my business, I'm going to shoot you. You want to beat me up because you have some point to make. I'm going to shoot you. Right. And I, I, I hate to say that maybe that's the the dark plan, that that's why a lot of this stuff is being allowed to happen. Oh, because no, you want people to get to that point where 
it's a big old shoot 'em up, and then you can roll the tanks in, I guess. Well, you, you, know, can, you, you can have you confiscation. Better, yeah, you can you can enact emergency power. The, the playbook all the way back to Rahm Emanuel of the Democratic Party is if if you don't have a good crisis you can use, make one. Right. And then take full advantage of it. You can do things in a time of crisis that you cannot do in normal times. That's what we're talking about with all these activists that went to school to learn how to hate you. Yeah. And to come up with the, the, next, the next crisis and the next crisis and the next crisis because activism is an industry, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and the Democrats use activism and these crises to advance their policies. That's why, right or wrong, you can criticize people for believing it if you want, but right or wrong, people believe that the whole gun control industry is behind a lot of these mass shootings, that they sure. do it, that they actually fund it, and they, they put these guys on drugs and get them out, or, or they get guys well, they who are on drugs. they inspire them. They, they yes. develop a relationship yes. with them online yes. secretly. And... I'm going to tell you something, man, that I believe, and, and I, I'm challenging the people in Nashville to prove me wrong, but I believe that's why they will not release the manifesto from the trans shooter at the, at the Nashville school. They're not going to release it because it's a, probably a clarion call to all trannies to start killing people. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's what it is, and, and they don't want that getting. And there. I'll bet you in that, I'll bet you in the manifesto, she laid out exactly what we're talking about. Probably that, that yeah. she was inspired by and uh, and and encouraged by the current crop of of Democrats and left wings who want to push gun control. Well, and and so, they at least on the topsoil of it, they need the trannies to be victims. Yeah, uh, remember that person sure. who shot up a bunch of elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. By the end of the week, according to the uh, the national media, you'd have thought she was a victim. She was just horribly abused and silenced, and this was her only way to, to make her voice heard. I mean, I couldn't believe that right. crap when I heard it. Back to your original point, that's what really upset me and bothered me about what happened in Uvalde, because we saw the cops mm. hiding out down yeah. around the corner, and they didn't advance, right? Right. And all that did was speak volumes to everyday normal citizens. You have to do it yourself because the cops aren't going to. Right. That's what that said to people. And uh, I hated that. I hated that moment because well, that just spoke it, to, to people that way. Everything the cops have had to suffer in this country over the past, let's say, 10 years, yeah. 12 years, 15 years. I don't know why. I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't blame any cop for getting out no, right now no. with all this crap. Particularly with what's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them at all. It, it really is a calling for them to do what they're doing. Oh, yeah. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. You know, uh, Shirts Funeral Home for you. Shirts Funeral Home will take care of you. Shirts Funeral Home is your family funeral home to do anything that you need done at that moment. And that means preparing your funeral, preparing your the funeral for your loved one, helping you understand what's going on, helping you make the right decisions so that you're buying the stuff that you should buy, not buying the stuff that you don't need to buy, right? That's how great they are at Shirts Funeral Home. They want to just be there as your family funeral home to take care of your family at that moment. And if you'd like to talk about pre-planning and pre-need, I personally think it's a great idea to have your own funeral planned and paid for so you kids don't have to do that. Well, Shirts is the best in the business at helping you with that as well. They're right there to do it. Anytime you want them to meet with you, they're more than happy to meet with you at Shirts Funeral Home. At 210-658-9224. Can you imagine selling your home and getting paid twice? It's Warren Rima, KTSA. So, I want to do something a little lighthearted, if you don't mind. Sure. A little diversion from all the bad crap that's going on <laughs> that in the sounds world. Like a, sounds like a plan. You know, my love for football and auto racing and Harley-Davidson motorcycles are not uh, are not any secret to anybody. Right, I, I live right. That's, like you do with poetry and right. your writing and all that stuff. And uh, I have fallen in love with the San Antonio Gunslingers. Right, I, I just right. think this is some of the most exciting stuff I've ever seen in my life. 
Uh, and I grew up, I did 12 years playing football and played on a 100-yard field outside in right. all kinds of weather conditions. And now you've got a 50-yard field with no breaks. The guy's got to go both ways, so they got to be like basketball players. got to wow. be in right. immaculate shape. Um, you got to have a great coach who's also on the field running up and down with these guys, coaching them as they're going up and down. And Fred wow. Shaw is a – I wish – I look back on my career, which, you know, I didn't go into college and pro. I had the opportunity, just decided I'd rather do radio. But um, I wish I would have played for somebody like Fred Shaw. Because right. he's just one of the best coaches that you can imagine. He's a coach's coach. He just co- coaches you and doesn't yell at you. He just right. coaches you. Uh, they've got Arvell Nelson, who is the best quarterback in the league, hands down, no doubt. The guy is every bit of six, 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 seven, and 200 and probably 60 pounds playing quarterback in, right. in an right. arena league. It's amazing. Um, and they have put together the best year of anybody. I think they're like eight and one. So yeah, they're eight and one. They're number one in the league. They're they're rolling into Orlando this weekend to play the Predators, and they've played the Predators before. The Predators right. are a really good team out of Orlando. So this is going to be in you know, a heck of a game. They they went three for three uh, against West Texas and the Warbirds, and right. this last Saturday night. A combined. This is this is how exciting arena football is. A combined one hundred and twenty-four points between the two teams. Wow! <laughs> right. That's insane. That is just insane. And so, um, when you consider the year that these guys have put together, uh, I, I'm here's what I'm hoping out of all this. I'm hoping the media excitement for this team continues to build. Right because that's what it takes. And I've mentioned that the media is a little gun-shy right now about covering them, but more and more of them are. I, I posted the other day, I, I was watching KSAT, didn't see anything. Well, the next hour they had you know coverage of the San Antonio Gunslingers on there. So I hope that that continues to steamroll and they continue to have the success that they're having. They're rolling in top of the league at 8-1. and one. And, and I asked Coach Shaw, I said, what is the secret? What are you doing? How are you putting this kind of thing together? He says, we're doing it one game at a time, one play at a right, time. Right, right. Isn't that the way you do it? Yeah. That's what I mean, you got to do. Yeah, right. Is just take it one play at a time, one game at a time, not looking down the road, just let's focus on the job at hand, and it's bringing them much success with the San Antonio Gunslingers. And then you've got all the other stuff that comes along with going to a game uh, of this magnitude. You're never bored. The entertainment – last time I was there, just give you an example, mm. which was the Wardbirds game – they had uh, some people come out, gunslingers come out on horses on the football field. Wow. And they had set up these poles in the football field right. with balloons, and they were going around and shooting dummy blanks at these balloons and popping them. <laughs> and they wow. had competition between a guy and a girl who could shoot the best, and the girl shot the best, by the way. Right. Anyway, um, there's always some entertainment that goes on that's just a ton of fun. Merchandise, it's always fun as well. So. You know, if you haven't considered going and seeing these guys, I I highly recommend it. And it's indoors in the AC. <laughs> well, that's cool. Very cool. Well, literally, <laughs> literally, that's cool. very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna take my wife out at some point. She's kind of curious. You, about you, it, so. y'all really should go. Yeah, uh, Nancy yeah. and I have gone to several of them. Right. Nancy told some friends when we were in Florida the other day. She said, "You know, I've never been a huge fan, and she's not just a, she's not a sports fan. Right. Her, right. Sports is not her thing." Uh, and she said, I'm, I've fallen in love with these guys because wow. it's so exciting right. to be right there. Yeah, I've never been a football fan, but I, I keep hearing from folks that uh, it's it's a lot different than watching just regular football. It's very much fast-paced, and there's more of a 
show uh, to it, if you will. So, yeah, I'm going to bring the you know woman cool? out. You're <laughs> close enough to it where you interact with the players. Right, Which right. you go to an NFL game and you're like 10 miles away from them. Right. But in this, you're right there with the players. So they tackle and you go, hey, man, that's a good hit. And they'll get up and go, thanks, man. They'll high-five you. The right, players right. will. It's like you're a player. Wow. Well, <laughs> check it out, man. I'll have to check it out. Am I wrong about that? <laughs> Elaine's been there. Yeah. Am I wrong? You're right. It's the coolest thing in the world. Elaine was screaming and jumping up and down and hollering. You were screaming and jumping up and down and hollering? She was a cheerleader. Well, very cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll forego bingo night one night. Yeah. We'll go. I, I've been watching the Rangers, and they, they man, they're a home run hitting machine this year, man. They really are. Uh, I can't remember the team now. I was watching the game as I was falling asleep, but uh, uh, they uh, had a 10 to 2 game again last night. Uh, the team didn't pick up the two runs until late in the game. It was zero to nothing, and uh, they the Rangers are really, really doing well. Yeah. So I've been watching are. a lot. I've been watching more Rangers baseball than I have been watching the news. Yeah. You know, because it's fun to watch a team do well. So yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about the Gunslingers. Like I said, we'll we'll make it out there at some point and, and check out a game. Well, they had a Yankees pitcher last night. Um, of oh, the Yankees, that's the, right. Yeah. And, and they did the no hitter. Yeah, only the twenty fourth in MLB history. Yeah, and he threw it last night with yeah. the, with the Yankees. Well, their uh, their baseball is still a lot of fun to me. I, th- I still I don't I really don't like the new rules. Uh, it does the games go by go by very quickly. I guess a lot of people do like that, but I don't. Yeah, uh, but you know it is the game. And you talked about this philosophy of uh, you know every day you go out there you're you're you know uh, there to win and you're not you know resting on your laurels. The the coaching philosophy, as I understand it, with the Rangers is kind of that too, where it's every day we wake up and coach says, "Okay, now we got to start all over again." Every game we're starting all over again. That's every, Fred doesn't Shaw. Matter, Fred Shaw doesn't matter if we've won the past four games, five games. Every day we go out there, we have to prove ourselves all over again. And one of the, a couple of the players have said that philosophy is what I carry out onto the field, that nothing that happened before today matters. And I, that's a philosophy I've always used in radio, too. Like it, it's Philosophy that you're only as good as your last show. Yeah. You know, I mean, that idea. You well, know. isn't that the truth? Yeah, you know, it is. And, and playing football all those years, that's what I learned is all that matters is the three seconds of that play you're having right then. Yeah. That's, that's all that matters. And you take Just care like of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You take care of that three seconds, and the overall 60, sec- 60 minutes is going to take care of itself. Right, and right. That, and that's the way this works, too, and that's the way life works. You take care of the task in front of you, and then the, 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 the overall picture of life is going to take care of itself. Right, right. You know, they teach that so many different ways. You got to be there in the moment, man. That's it. <laughs> take care of now, and the overall picture is going to take care of itself. So, anyway, uh, good luck to the Gunslingers. They're headed off to Orlando for this weekend, and then the playoffs. And we hope that the San Antonio Gunslingers win it all this year. Safe Showers is here to take care of you and get you a safe, beautiful shower. You want to renovate your bathroom and have it looking great? Well, this is a way to do it without being without a shower for so long. You know, a lot of times you call one of those home remodeling places. Yeah sure we'll do it first of all we'll get started in six months and then it's going to take us about three months to do the job no don't do that go with safe showers because in as little as two days (laughs) they'll have it all complete and done and out of your hair see what they do is they sit down with you with a design consultation you design your safe shower they go build it then they come in and take out what you have now all the way the studs and they install your safe shower clean it up and get out of there in about two days or less 
They're wonderful people, too. If you mention Trey Ware, they're going to give you $1,000 right off the top. they got special financing options as well with the safe shower. You will beautify your bathroom and have a safer shower to shower in with safe showers at 210-655-1111. Listen up, Texas. The Powerball jackpot is...